a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources. I'm Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Great to be with you today, as always. Uh, as I promised before the break, we wanted to have a little bit of fun today. And uh, Conan O'Brien is going to help us out with this one. Uh, I often say that there are certain points in a political campaign that sort of turn into silly season, where candidates just start making wild promises, wild declarations of what they're going to do or how the world's going to change. The oceans are going to, you know, rise and, you know, money's going to fall from the sky. Uh, Chocolate milk in the drinking fountain. You know, it's kind of back to the fifth grader uh, running for class office. And we're getting a little bit of that kind of early as it relates to the Democrat presidential nominees. They're starting to make some pretty wild promises. Conan O'Brien picked up on it. Uh, and he kind of took the former vice president uh, to school, so to speak, uh, with a few of those uh, extra promises he may want to throw in. Democratic candidate Joe Biden made a pretty stunning campaign promise. And I want you to see this. This is real. Take a look. I promise you, uh, if I'm elected president, you're going to see the single most important thing that changes America is we're going to cure cancer. Uh, I think I'm... That's right. Biden promised to cure cancer. Now, look, trust me, that's certainly an admirable goal. But many people are saying the obvious, that it wasn't a very responsible thing to promise. Even worse, Joe Biden went on and promised all kinds of things that many people are wondering how he'll pull off. For example, Joe Biden promised to redo season eight of Game of Thrones. Remove brown spots on bananas. Make all toilet seats five degrees warmer. Individually sue each and every mosquito in the U.S. mainland. Make Ohio an oceanfront state. Add the name Gladys to Mambo number five. End bathing suit chafing. Find out why raccoons have human hands. Reduce the sound of corduroys. Remove cantaloupe from fruit salad. And finally, perhaps the toughest promise from Biden, stop putting his hands on women's shoulders. All right. Uh, Conan O'Brien having a little bit of fun uh, with Joe Biden there on all of the promises uh, that are being made there. Although I would fully support if uh, Joe Biden was going to remove cantaloupe from all fruit salads. I think that's a problem. We should we should address that in another show. Uh, But it is important to to recognize uh, in all of this that as candidates are making promises, whether they're presidential candidates or they're running for the Senate or the House or the, the governor's mansion or a local race, uh, you have to be careful uh, because it's easy. To, it's easy to make big promises. It's very hard to govern and deliver results. And as we, the people, that's got to be our job. We have to do a better job of holding people accountable. If they are making big promises, then that's fine. I'm I'm all for big promises. I'm a, I am a, a big idea. Let's let them compete in the marketplace and and see what comes out. Uh, but we also got to be have a little restraint in terms of not just trying to pander. 
uh, to whatever group we're speaking to and to make promises that uh, may be uh, swinging a little bit wild there, to say the least. All right, we're going to shift gears just a little bit now. Uh, I want to pick up on the uh, person of the year story uh, coming out today. And uh, it's really interesting when you look at the the list, the history of Time's person of the year, that uh, it gets really interesting as you go back through time and look at some of those who, who achieved that or who were given that and how their staying power really was. So let's let's start first with uh, with this year's winner. This is all wrong. I shouldn't be up here. I should be back in school on the other side of the ocean. Yet you all come to us young people for hope. How dare you? You have stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words. And yet I'm one of the lucky ones. People are suffering. People are dying. Entire ecosystems are collapsing. We are in the beginning of a mass extinction. And all you can talk about is money and fairy tales of eternal economic growth. All right, that's uh, Greta Thunberg, the uh, winner of this year's uh, Time Person of the Year. Uh, And again, they define that as someone who had uh, maximum impact uh, around the world. And surely she's done that. Uh, She is clearly a an impassioned uh, young woman and very focused on uh, the issue of climate change and uh, preserving the planet for her generation. And she has had influence and she's had a moment. Uh, To me, the test is always does that moment get transformed into a movement? Because I think that's the test for all of us. And and sadly, if we even just look back over the course of this year, we've seen moments. We've seen moments where the nation has come together uh, around a, a tragedy, uh, around a natural disaster. We've seen the nation come together around gun violence. And sadly, a lot of those have just been moments. They haven't fully, people like to use the term movement uh, and I think movements really matter. I mean, to me, that is the ultimate goal in any organization, any operation, any pursuit is can you create a sustainable movement? And sadly, we failed on a lot of those. And and really sadly, America has gotten really good at moments. We're, re- we're really good at it. We come together. We pray together. We rally together. We protest together. Uh, we yell and scream at our government together. We, we do all of those things. But have we lost our ability as a nation to be part of sustainable movements? Because I still believe the, the great hope for the country uh, isn't coming out of any capital in any city. It isn't coming out of Washington, D.C. either. It will come out of communities who build sustainable movements. And so we have to step back in in all of these moments and really ask ourselves, okay, where are we going with this? And how are we going to turn this into something? Uh, Most of you who listen to this show regularly know that I always ask the question, therefore what? We, We can talk about the principles. We can talk about the ideas, whether it's climate change or curing cancer or any homelessness. Uh, You can go on down the list, but that's not the test. The test is, can you transform it into a sustainable movement? 
Because if all we're getting is motion, if all we're doing is just kind of rallying and uh, being around for a little while, uh, that, that doesn't move the needle for anybody. And, and so as we as we look at uh, at Greta, uh, who, again, very deserving, give her full applause and full props uh, for the influence, the impact she's had over the course of the last year in that debate around the world, especially as a teenager. Uh, that's pretty extraordinary. And now the challenge for her is can she sustain it and and therefore what? What will she do? What actions will be taken? How will they enact legislation or standards or rules or changes of behavior of people around the country? Now, it's also interesting, again, just looking over the uh, people of the year that have been named over the last little while. Just some interesting ones that uh, uh, that we popped out. Very interesting. Uh, 1972, it was Richard Nixon and Henry Kissinger on the cover of Time magazine. Uh, 1983 was Ronald Reagan uh, dealing with the Cold War. Uh, Nelson Mandela, uh, of course, uh, 1993. Uh, Bill Clinton and Ken Starr. This was a uh, an interesting tag team combination <laughs> for person of the year. And again, it was because what they did, what they said, how they conducted themselves uh, as the key figures in the Clinton impeachment uh, made them uh, dominant in the news cycles uh, during that period there in 1998. Uh, Bill and Melinda Gates uh, and uh, Bono as philanthropists in 2005. Uh, and I think one of the important ones, we were talking about this in the newsroom, and Lee Lonsberry, who you all need to stay tuned for at 2.30 today, launching his show, uh, he actually pointed out 2006 may be the most important. Did I say 2.30? 30, 12.30. Uh, Lee's 12.30 to, to 3 today. And he pointed out that uh, 2006 may have been the most important, uh, and that is when there was a mirror on the cover of Time magazine saying that the person of the year actually needed to be you. So a lot of fascinating things there. All right, we're going to go ahead and step aside for the bottom of the hour break. When we come back, Herb Scribner will join us. We'll talk trends and culture. Don't go anywhere. This is Boyd Matheson on KSL News Radio.